2: Praise the Lord. Welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, that's right. We are the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm Sam Nicholas. I'm your host. And we are a live in-studio program. We are here to take your calls, to pray for your prayer requests, to answer questions. We just want to serve you and serve the Lord. But the most important thing is that we pray and that we seek Him. You know, what good is it if we get together and he's, he doesn't show up? Well, let me tell you something. Whenever two or three are gathered in his name, he's there. That's his promise. So he's with us. We're gathered in his name. We're gathered to do his will. We're gathered to see God's work in our midst. So would you join me right now to pray and ask God to just have his way? Lord, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for who you are and all that you do. We thank you that you always show up, Lord. You said you'll never leave us or forsake us. You said whenever there's two or three gathered in your name that you're there in their midst. And I believe, Mugudel, I believe that you're here in studio. I believe that you're there with those who are listening right now. And we can come before you, Lord, in prayer, knowing that you hear our prayers, knowing that you're attentive to our prayers, knowing that you know our needs. So I pray a blessing upon each and every listener tonight, Lord. I pray, Lord, that there would be mighty works of God tonight. In Jesus' name, have your way. Holy Spirit, lead us. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Like I said, we're a live program. We're here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray for your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, If there's something going on that you want to pray about, I encourage you to call in tonight. You know, the Bible tells us that we have a great high priest. We really do. We have a great high priest who hears our prayers. It says in Hebrews 4.14, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are yet without sin and here's here's really what I want you to take to heart tonight therefore therefore whenever you hear that word, therefore, the Bible's trying to teach you something the Bible' is trying to teach us it says therefore. Let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Wow. Are you in a time of need? I think we all are. I think we're all in a time of need as this thing that's going on all around us. And we're going to talk about coronavirus a little later on. But as coronavirus is, is evolving around us, as things are changing all around us, we are in a time of need. You know, President Trump said that he wants to have the churches open because we need more prayer in our country, not less. And I believe that's true. We need more prayer. I believe that God is going to bring a great revival. I really believe that there's a revival coming. Something has to change in our country. Something has to change in our world. Something has to change in our cities, in our homes. Things have to change towards God, towards prayer, towards the Word. We don't take the Word of God serious enough. I I believe that Christians, I believe the church has watered down the, the the bible the church has watered down scripture so much we need god we need to turn back to god we need a great repentance in the church we need a great repentance in 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 our country we need to turn back to god so if there's something you want to pray about tonight if there's some if there's a need you can know this that we have a great high priest that hears your prayers And we can have the confidence to come to him, to come to his throne of grace. The Bible tells us that if we come to his throne of grace, we will receive mercy and we will find grace to help in a time of need. So if there's a time of need right now in your life, and I've got some people, uh, some names down in front of me right now that, that, that are in a time of need. We're going to pray for some prayer requests in just a second or two. But if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I encourage you to call it. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. There's somebody out there right now who just turned on the radio. You were going through the radio and you found this program. You need prayer. I believe you need prayer. I believe the Lord is calling you. I believe there's a divine appointment for someone out there tonight who had no intention of listening to this radio program and just found us on the air just now. Call in tonight. Call in tonight. The Lord has a blessing for you. It's 888-995-5552. 888-995-5552 is the number you can call to reach out and touch God through prayer. And let him touch you. Let him, let him make a difference. Let him make a change in your life. Let him heal the hurt that you're feeling right now. Let him heal the sickness or disease that you're going through or somebody that you know is going through. And again, if you know somebody who's suffering with coronavirus, if you know somebody's in the hospital, we're going to pray tonight that the Lord would heal. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. You know, the Bible tells us, I believe it's in Habakkuk, or Hosea, I forget, that my people perish for lack of knowledge. If there's something that you want to get a better understanding on, if there's something in the Bible you read, if there's a scripture that, that, that confounds you, if there's something that you want to talk about tonight, so call in with your questions. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, if you have a question about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever's on your mind. You know, the truth is, I don't have all the answers. But I'm willing to search Scripture with you. The the answer to your question is in the Bible. The answer to your question is in the Word of God. There's understanding and there's wisdom in God's Word. God's Word is our all-sufficient authority for how to live our life. And again, I don't believe that we've put enough importance. I think we've lost the importance of the Word of God in our churches, in our lives, in our daily lives. We need to get back to our first love. We need to get back to a true relationship. An amazing, you know, God has an amazing relationship waiting for you. He's called you to be a part of his family. He's called you to be his child. He's called you into his presence. He's calling you to call in tonight with your prayer request. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question, a topic, something on your mind tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Um, We want to encourage you to be in church You know, I know that uh, most churches are are not uh, having services, in-person services. Uh, It's going to be a while. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that the churches will be open in different parts of the country as as, uh, the days go on. Uh, But I don't think Los Angeles or our area will be opening up for a little while. But I want to encourage you to make the effort to be in church, virtual church there's there's, there's uh, churches that are streaming uh, their services. And if you go to kkla.com, you'll see a list of churches that are streaming their services Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Some are doing Wednesday and Thursday. Go to kkla.com and look for the streaming church directory, and you'll see it. You'll find it. Uh, you know, Hopefully, uh, I'm pretty sure Riverside County is going to open up San Bernardino County's gonna open up and then eventually Los Angeles County will open up for for in service uh church services. And I'm hoping that it'll be soon. You know, we're we're praying and we're seeking God when to when to to be able to have services again. So uh I encourage you to be in church if it's only in, in, in virtual on your PC or on your smartphone, but go to KKLA.com, see what churches are streaming, and be a part of church. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., the Hills Church Arcadia. Uh, Pastor Walter Hoffman will be preaching at 10 a.m., so join us at the Hills Church Arcadia. Just put in Hills Church Arcadia, Google Google that, and you'll find uh, that you can watch on Facebook or you can watch it on YouTube Live. Uh, and then there are pastors that are on Instagram preaching uh, almost 24 hours a day. There's something going on, so be in church. Don't let this situation keep you away from God's word. Don't let it keep you away from from praise, from worship. You know, uh, you can play cake. You can play uh uh, the, uh what's the the fish? There's a, a station that uh, Salem Broadcasting does called the Fish. That's that's Christian music. You can. Put it put on iTunes. You can put... There's all, all kinds of Christian music you can play in your home. Let there be worship in our homes. Let there be worship in your house. Don't let your guard down. The enemy is looking for any opportunity to get you away from God's Word, to get you away from praise and worship. Make sure that prayer, worship, is part of your week, part of your Sunday especially. So I invite you. I uh recommend that you go to kkla.com and find a streaming church. Uh, you'll see many churches are streaming their services, and you'll find it there. Uh, so we got that. Also, uh, I want to encourage you to uh, to pray this week about supporting this program. I'm hoping that you'll be praying this week and maybe considering supporting our program with your finances as well as your prayers. So if the Lord leads you, uh, you can make a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it into P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. So I hope you'll consider that. Uh, let's pray for some prayer requests, especially we you want to pray for Viva in Houston. Uh, Viva was found... Uh, unconscious in her room they think um, her her sugar level went really really low and she could be in a diabetic coma she is in a coma uh, and we're not sure what's going on but she's on a ventilator and we want to pray for viva we want to pray also for jeremiah fernando my, uh, mimi we want to pray for Minnie and for frankie so we'll go down. we come before you lord we come before you lord and stand in the gap We're standing in the gap for Viva, Lord, and we're asking that you would heal her. We're asking, Lord, that you would cause her brain to function normally, completely, and totally, the way you created her. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would wake her up from that coma. I pray, Lord, that your angels would minister to her, even as she's in the coma, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give her peace and grace, that you would take any fear from her, Lord, and that she would wake up, Completely and totally healed because of the grace and the mercy of an awesome and loving God. We pray for Viva, Mugodal. Heal her and bring her home. Lord, I pray, Lord, for, for Lula. I pray for Roy, for Celia, for the family that you would give them peace. It's so difficult, Mugodal. The way things are right now, not being able to be at the hospital, not being able to be with her. Lord, I just, I can't imagine. But I pray, Lord, that your peace would be upon the family and that your healing would be upon viva, Mugudel. We pray for for Jeremiah, for Fernando, for what's going on with their life, Lord. I just pray that your blessing would be upon them. I pray for Mimi, Mugudel. I pray for many and the upcoming surgery, Lord, that you would be with him, that you would guide the doctors, that you would heal many and Frankie, Lord, from cancer. We pray your blessing and your healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you need prayer... If you know somebody who, who needs prayer, I encourage you to call in tonight. We've got open lines. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, stand in the gap. Stand in the gap for, for whoever the Lord's putting on your heart right now, that you would pray for them, that you would call in and that we would pray for them. So call in, the number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Patricia. Hi, Patricia, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
3: Yes, well, I was just explaining to the young man that uh, this lady started having problems. uh, She's probably in her 60s, and she's a very wonderful, talented lady, and she does lots of things to help... uh, different um, organizations or you know uh raise money to help organizations.
1: But mm-hmm.
3: She started in last May and she's tilted way over to the side where her ribs are touching her hip bone. And so I just uh we've she's been waiting to get into Mayo Clinic and uh anyway I don't know how much more explanation she needed but Well what's her
2: Cindy. what what what's her name, Patricia? Cindy. Cindy and you're saying she's having trouble with her hip bone?
3: Yes. Well, well it's her spine is that lost all control. She she can't stand up straight. She she has a cane to hold her up straight. Well, let's a tall pole. But uh, when if she doesn't have that, she just uh, just goes clear over, and she's in a lot of pain. and She's well, trying to get into Bayo Clinic. Well, let's so pray. Let's pray for her. Different doctors, and nobody's been able to help
2: her. Well, let's pray for her right now because we know somebody who can help her. Lord, yes. we know that you're able, that you, you're abundantly able, Lord, to help Cindy. You're abundantly able to heal her, Lord, to heal her spine, to heal her hip, to cause her to walk. Lord, you made the crippled walk. You said, yes, "You God. said, get up and take up your mat and yes. walk. Yes. Lord, yes. I pray, Father, that you would yes. look upon Cindy right now and that you would command her, Lord, to walk. Yes. That yes. you would, say, That you would heal her. Lord, co- totally and completely, that she would walk straight away, Lord, so that she would not yes, need the you. help of a cane or a walker or anything, Lord, that she would be able, yes. Lord, to walk yes. in newness of life, yes. Father. I pray, Lord, that Your yes. Holy Spirit would descend upon her, Lord, that You would touch her life, touch her body, touch, touch her her spine, Lord, and heal. In yes. Jesus' name, we pray, Father. Your blessing. I thank You and I praise yes. You, Lord, because You're able to do abundantly, exceedingly, beyond what we ask. Yes. We thank yes, you amen. and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, yes. amen.
3: And, and there's a, another man, a Mexican man on our street, and he's, uh, got a, a, he's having kidney dialysis. And so I prayed for him this evening. And just uh, if you have just one more minute to pray for him, he's, uh, his wife had to go to work because he can't work anymore. Mm-hmm. But he, he, and what's, my son's what's he his, his name, Patricia? His
2: what's his name? What's, what's his name?
3: Isaiah. Well, Father,
2: Isaiah. we pray for Isaiah. A man. We pray for Isaiah, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you'd heal his kidney, Lord, that you'd heal him, Lord, so that he wouldn't need dialysis. Yes. We pray, Lord, yes. that your blessing yes. would be upon him, your healing would be upon him, Lord, that you would do what doctors are unable to do, Lord. Father, mm-hmm. that Lord, they, they talk about kidney transplants, Lord, but I'm asking for a kidney replacement, yes. Lord, that you would replace yes. his kidney, yes. Lord, with the kidney, Lord, with a new kidney, Lord, that You created thank in His you. in His body, Lord. Amen. I just pray, Lord, that, that You would cause His kidney to function totally and completely, one hundred percent, Lord. Function in Jesus' yes. name, Amen.
3: Glory be to the glory be to God. And thank you. I just I was working late. I'm almost eighty-eight years old, but I'm just cleaning and vacuuming and stuff. And I thought I was listening to your program. I thought I'm going to call and pray for these people. Thank well,
2: God you. bless you. God bless you for standing in the gap, Patricia.
3: Yes. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for your prayer. The Lord be praised. For Thank
2: What He's going to do. Amen. May The Lord be praised. May He, may He, His glory be increased. You know, John the Baptist had it right. You know, we need to decrease, and the Lord, we need, we need to draw attention to Him that He would increase. It's all glory to God. He's the one who does it all. He's the one who has the power. He's the one heals, so if you need healing tonight if you know somebody who needs healing tonight if there's a prayer that you need answered call 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Eddie hi Eddie, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour hey Sam, how you doing? doing well, how are you doing my friend?
4: I'm all right. um, i got a couple of questions. Uh, number one, uh, are they opening the churches next Sunday?
2: Well, you know, uh, I've heard that a lot of pastors want to open up churches on May the 31st because it's the day of Pentecost. It's 50 days right. since Easter. Whether or not that's going to happen, I don't know. Um, I know that, uh, that there's, there are some counties that are being more lenient with the openings, but there's there's a lot of changes that have to be made. There's a lot of restrictions, Eddie, and I just don't know if it's feasible. I don't know if they can if they can do it. But I I pray that uh, that that things get loosened up and that we can start church again. Really, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah. You know, I would I would call whatever church you're going you're thinking about going to or whatever church you go to. I would get in touch with the pastor. I talked to my pastor uh, this week, Pastor Walter Hofflin at uh, the hills church and uh yeah. he's he doesn't feel that he that we're able right now to to be able to comply with some of the things yeah. that they're asking so we're gonna he's gonna hold off have on having services and it's gonna be a fa- in, in all the churches it's gonna be a phased in kind of thing you know we're gonna probably you know start slowly and build up you know, because uh, another thing is, mo- a lot of people might not want to be coming to church, you know, right away. Yeah, but we, yeah. but yeah, we I need to, that. but we need to be prayerful, and we need to be faithful that uh, when uh, when we get the okay, that we start going to church again. The Bible tells us, do not forsake to come to the assembling mm-hmm. together. And uh, you know, uh, the, the 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 president is pushing for it. A lot of pastors are petitioning the governors to 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 yeah. make. Uh, church is an essential part of our culture. You know, I don't know why a liquor store can be open and and and, and, and functioning, yeah. but churches are not. Yeah. Churches are essential to our to our well being, to our to our, yeah. our our spiritual life, our physical life. You know, uh, churches. You know, the, God has a, a, a he, he definitely has a purpose for His church being here on earth, and I think the Lord is using this. The Lord is is gonna is gonna use the situation to change the church, to reform the right. church, to renew the church. Uh you know, I think mm-hmm. I think we need to, to really appreciate the the, the the house of God. You know, and be like David right. who said, I was glad when they said let us go up to the house of the Lord. Let us
4: go up to the house of the Lord. Right. I I um, I know there's a lot of Christians that I know that you know they live in fear, and that didn't give us a spirit
2: of fear that's right you know? that's right he didn't but give us a spirit of fear, fear. He, but he also gave us wisdom, so we sound need to we right. need to have sound wisdom and listen to uh the doctors listen and 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 you know do what they tell us to do. wash your hands, wear a mask you know uh, i yeah. hate I hate the term of social distancing, <laughs> but you know keep your distance. Uh, you know, yeah, in, in, there's in public.
4: Of, there's, a, there's a lot of, uh, no, nobody's practicing social distancing, um, and I heard this on Frank contact I think it was Friday, that he played a, a video, I mean a, a tape of President Trump talking about he wants the churches to, to, to go on by the 31st. Right. He
2: it, yeah, he, uh, he, he wants them open now. Then, you know, he said he wants them yeah. open now. He's, he's, he's declaring them an essential part of our society, our culture. So I applaud <clears throat> President Trump for 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 his uh his attention to the church.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're not going to have nothing on Friday. You guys were having services on Friday, on Friday.
2: Yeah, I I have services on Friday nights, so but we're not going to start that up until we get to go ahead from our from our pastor from the church. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is uh, a question I have. It's very really quick. Um, you know, recently I lost my dad. He went to, to be with the Lord about a month ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and, um, my family wants to do, um, like a memorial service. Right. Cause, you know, we couldn't have it because of, you know, the COVID 19 and everything. You know, and people wanted to go to his funeral, you know, service, but they couldn't. But now my sister, my family, they're going to do it in August. It's, um, like a memorial service for him.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, you know, they want to have uh, food and they want to have, you know, drinks and things like that. And that's going to cost a lot of money. Now, my question is, is it wrong for me to think that it's not right for them to do that?
2: Well, first of all, like I've told you before, I'm so very sorry for your loss. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know it's hard losing uh, a parent. Uh, but I wouldn't say, you know, it's, it's. I wouldn't tell them it's wrong to do what they're doing. You know, um, if you can't afford to, to participate, if you can't afford to, to help out monetarily, then I would, you know, ask their grace and their, you know, them to excuse you. Uh, but I wouldn't tell them mm-hmm. it's wrong what they're doing, a memorial service. They want to honor your dad with a memorial service. I think that's 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 very, you know, that, that's fine for them to do that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping they're they're not going to bring alcohol or turn it into, you know, you know, drinking like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope to yeah. keep it respectful and honoring to, 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 to the Lord and to your dad. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't try and stop them from doing what they're doing. You know, if they ask you yeah. to help out mo- with money and you don't have it, you just have to be honest and tell them, hey, I, I don't have it. I can't help. It. You know, I'm
4: sorry. Well, I can. I mean, I can, I can help out. It's just that, you know, I mean, when I'm hearing this and I'm like, you know, man, I mean, I know he's with the Lord. And yeah but you space know space space if they want
2: to honor space. his memory, you know I've been to memorial services, yeah, yeah. and we've had them you know yeah. for for loved ones, so I think it's it's honoring to their memory and it's a it's a way of getting closure, it's a way of saying uh you know not goodbye but until we meet again in heaven you know and and remembering uh what they meant to you, so I think it's a good thing
4: okay, okay right,
2: thanks a lot thank you Eddie god bless okay god bless. Let's go back to the phone lines, and if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go back to the phone to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
1: hey Sammy, hi- hey Sammy how you doing
2: tonight? Happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. How can and we pray?
1: Also happy Memorial
2: Day too. Well, how how can we help tonight? What can we, how can we pray for you, Jeremiah?
1: Well, I need prayer because I'm believing, and I. God already told my pastor my wallet's going to come back. So I'm believing for my wallet to come back and whatever has them for my 29000 And also I wanted to ask you a question if you could uh, pray for my hair because these last couple of days when I've been waking up, I've been seeing some hair been falling out, you know what I mean? So if you could pray for God to restore my hair and to take the stress out of my life and the anxiety and the depression and the loneliness. So if you could pray for God to restore my hair, and for my wallet to come back, and I'm believing for 29000 in my wallet and
2: everything to come well, back. Lord, well, Lord, we come before you, Lord, and we ask your blessing upon Jeremiah, Lord. Lord, he's believing you for his wallet. He's believing you for, his, for your grace and your mercy. And I pray, well, Lord, that you would have your way, Lord, and that you would bless him, Lord, uh, according to your will, according to your purpose, according to your plan. I pray, Lord, that you take anxiety from him. Take to fear from him, Lord, and give him peace, Lord. Give him trust, Lord, to trust you and to follow you in your ways, Lord, in your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh,
1: Jesus. oh yeah, and could you pray real quick for my hair, for God to restore my hair? And, Lord,
2: hair, we and pray, pray hair for hair Jeremiah's hair, Lord. We pray for his hair, in Jesus' name. Okay, God bless you, Jeremiah. And let's go back to the phone lines. And we're going to talk to Thomas hi thomas you are on the gypsy christian hour hello thomas yes Yes, god bless you god bless you thomas how can we pray for you tonight
4: Well, my prayer is that god bless me for my own place and i'm
5: hearing what my sister said and i'm not sure you want me to go told me that but i can
2: feel it well father we pray for thomas lord that you would give him his own place lord that you would provide for him, Lord, in every way. Lord, you said that you would that you would provide for every one of our needs, Lord. That you would cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would work things all together. That you would work things, Lord, together for good for Thomas, for his future, for his for his place, Lord. That you would just bless him in every way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Thomas. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if there's a question on your mind, a topic on your mind, if there's something disturbing you, if you're anxious about coronavirus, you know we want to pray. We want to seek the Lord. You know, God didn't give us a, a, a like like Eddie was saying, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but that of a sound mind. So if you need prayer call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on their calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, or if you have a question about the Bible, question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, whatever's on your mind tonight, you can call in numbers 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines, and I'm not sure about the name Hello, you are the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? Hi. Hi, I didn't get your name. Hello? Yes, what is your name? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Can, can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. Good morning.
2: Okay, good morning. Who am I speaking to?
0: My
2: name is Senna. Senna. Well, how can we pray for, How can we pray for you?
0: So I have a question for you first. Okay. Why, why do we have all this misunderstanding among ourselves? Why don't we listen to each other? Um, like, um, I am. I love going to church.
5: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's hard for me not to go to church. It has been, but you know, um, because of what's going on, that's okay. I. You know, I find another way to deal with it because, you know, going from one state to another, one country to another and attending different churches or listening almost all of you, um, its made me feel like um, uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed.
1: Mm-hmm. We are
0: blessed. Um, yes, it's not the same, but it's better. It's okay. We can deal with it because... I, I, I don't know. Maybe God has a reason to. You know, I was really sleepy, and you know, I was sick. I didn't think I was going to make it. He made he woke me up. But
2: well, I'm not sure I'm understanding. Where, I, I'm not sure I understand your question, Chanel. What is what is your question? I'm
0: going. I'm going. Where, why do we have a lack of respect, lack of compassion, lack of understanding? Um, um, right now
2: well, well where, where, where are you where are you seeing this lack of compassion and lack of understanding where are you seeing that where where I mean I'm not I'm not um, I'm not saying it doesn't exist but I'm trying to understand where you're coming from to try and understand your perspective what what you're talking about are well, you, ta- are you yeah. talking about it just in general or is there a specific area where you see a lack of respect and understanding?
0: Well, like, for example, uh, the health care providers, they know what they're talking about. Uh, Why am I saying this right now is I was sick myself. Mm -hmm. I'm really sick. I'm the patient. As a patient of coronavirus myself, I can tell you not it's not an easy uh, time that I had or it's not like uh, a disease that's, It was really, um, it was easy for me as a patient when Mm -hmm. I got it. Um, Because of that, I end up having very complicated case now. So I am looking out for all of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So while I'm looking out for all of you uh, also, I think it would be wise to listen to them because... I know I don't want you to be in the same position that I am right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want you. I wish well you know, we can slow down. We can slow down. Mm-hmm. I love going to church. You know, I'm not you know, but let's listen then. Let's let's watch yeah. how things ask. Well, first of all, let okay. me let
2: me just say I appreciate your service. Uh, the fact that you're a healthcare provider and I'm so sorry that you got coronavirus. Uh, I don't know what the situation I'm sorry, is
3: I'm
0: not I'm sorry, I'm not I'm a patient That was very complicated mm-hmm. medical problem but well, let
2: really me let me let me pray for you because um I'm not sure I'm understanding uh, uh, where you're coming from, but I hope that you'll find compassion. I know we can find compassion at, at the throne of Jesus, we find His grace and his mercy. So I pray, Lord, right now, Father. That your compassion, your grace and your mercy.
0: Okay, can I can I ask you, can I ask you? Can you say a prayer for peace on earth?
2: There you, okay.
0: And for undergraduates, for graduate students who cannot who are unemployed, can not find a job, for the homeless.
2: The Lord distressed. We, we pray for all of these all of these requests, Father, according to your will, according to your purpose and your plan. We pray, Lord, that you would do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord, that you would bless each and every graduate, Lord, that you would bless the, the health takers, Lord, that you that there would be peace on earth and compassion and understanding for your children. As you give, Lord, let us also uh, give to each other. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for calling in. God bless you. Let's go back to the phone lines. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. Let's talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
5: Hi, Pastor St. Nicholas. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you doing?
5: Good. Thank you, Pastor. I was reading Ephesians 289. It says, for by by grace through faith, you are saved. Uh, saved Yes. Grace through faith. So we go to heaven, grace through faith. We are saved.
2: Yes, I mean that's uh, Ephesians two eight and nine tells us that we're saved by grace through faith. Okay. okay. And this is not Why of ours. It's easy. not of ourselves. It's not what we do that saves us. It's okay. what He has done that saves us. It's through His yes. sanctifying work on the cross that forgives yes. our sins and allows us to be in His kingdom.
5: So. When we believe in the gospel, we trust in Jesus. We put our faith in Jesus. When we're forgiven, we'll go to heaven when we die?
2: Amen. Absolutely. That's what the Bible tells us. Ephesians 2, now 8 and I 9.
5: Have another, I have another question. Are there people in heaven right now or when Jesus comes? No, there, earth
2: no earth. there are people in heaven right now. There are people. He. It says in, also in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, that he led captivity captive. He took all those who were waiting... He took them to heaven when he went before his father in heaven. So there are our loved ones in heaven. Paul tells us that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, and the Lord is in heaven. So to be, when a Christian dies, they go directly into the presence of Jesus Christ, and He's in heaven.
5: So their spirit goes. Yes. Spirit goes to heaven. Yes. And their body goes to the grave.
2: Yes, and but but when he comes back for the rapture. That spirit will be reunited with the body and we will be glorified in resurrected bodies.
5: Okay, okay that's all. Okay, I Eric. Have to God bless you, my friend. God bless you. God bless. Thank you. Bless.
2: Well, praise the Lord. Well, I wanted to get to a message tonight that I think is really, really important. You know, last week I had mentioned, I asked I asked a question, are you going through coronavirus or are you growing through coronavirus you know there's too much going on for God not to be at work God is at work God is he has a purpose for us in all this now that is that does not mean that God created the coronavirus he didn't bring this on us this was brought on us by whatever you know there's sickness and there's disease in the world and you know there, you know we know it came from China and did it come from a a a wet market or did it come from a laboratory that's stuff that we might not ever know, but we know it's in the world the viruses the sicknesses are in the world and God is not the author of sickness and disease he's not so he didn't cause this but he's going to use this he has a purpose he has a purpose in what he's in what what's going on right now So I'm asking, I asked last week, I should say, are you going through, are you just waiting for it to be over, to get your life back, to go back to the way you were? Well, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And we'll talk about that in in, in just a minute or two. Are you going through, or are you just waiting, or are you growing through this situation of coronavirus? Coronavirus. You know, there's growth to be had. There's maturity to be had. There's there, there's a way of, of, of coming, of getting through this in a way that's healthy for us. As Christians, we can grow in our spiritual life. We can grow in our maturity on how we handle this entire pandemic. You know, you want to use wisdom, but you also want to trust in God. We trust in God first, and we use wisdom. Yes, we wash our hands, yes, we wear masks, yes, we keep a distance, but we trust in the lord we don't we don't worry about it, we don't get anxious about it we don't you know we don't do stuff we 're not supposed to be doing, but we trust in god we 're going to grow in this, you know many things are changing, you know the the, the one thing. You know, as I as I thought about as I thought about this this week, you know, as I thought about what's going on, as I as I meditated on going through or growing through, you know, here's what I thought about. There's change. Many many things are changing all around us. You know, there's a new there's new ways of doing things. You know, how we how we live our lives is changing i mean just look around you look around you and you, you 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 see people everywhere with masks i i can't believe people are even wearing masks in their cars as they drive along things are changing look at the lines uh outside grocery stores you know, they're only allowing so many people in the grocery stores. You can't go, I think maybe today, it's sorry, you can go to the mall, but you can't go into into the stores yet. You can walk through the mall, but you can't go into the stores. You can't, you, there's so much that we can't do that we're restricted from doing right now. Things are changing. How we live is changing. We're, we're, we're stuck in our houses. We're told to, to self-quarantine, to stay at home, not to do anything that you don't have to do. So right now, how we live, there's change, we're, we're changing the way we live. You know, how we shop, how we work, you know, how we do church. Right now, nobody's going to church. We're, 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 we're literally staying at home and watching church on, on the television or, or in our, on our PC streaming churches, you know, Instagram. You know, there's so many things that are changing all around us. And I think, unfortunately, we need to get used to these changes. I definitely know we need to get used to changing. It's okay that there's change because God is in it. God is in where we are. He's with us in this change. God is changing things all around us god is allowing things to be changed all around yeah god god allowed this thing to happen god allowed coronavirus to happen he didn't cause it he's not the author of it you can't blame it on god because he didn't do it but he allowed it and he allowed it for a purpose because he's going to change things all around us god is changing things and you know god loves to change things God loves to change things. The first thing he does when we come to him is he changes us. Just look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. If you look at 2 Corinthians 5.17, you'll see that God changes you. The first thing he does when you are born again is he causes change. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, He is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. God loves to change things. He loves to change people. He loved to change you. He changed you. If you're born again, you are a new creature. The old things have passed away and you've been changed behold you are a new creation behold new things have come you have been changed you know something if you haven't been changed then you're not born again are you hearing this if you're born again you have been changed from the inside out you know, the Pharisees tried to change from the outside in, and it didn't work. Jesus condemned them for it. He called them whitewashed sepulchers. They wanted everybody to see how they look on the outside when Jesus, when God, is more interested in how we are on the inside. If you are born again, you have been changed. All things have passed away, and behold, all things are new. And if that hasn't happened in you, then... You cannot call yourself a Christian. You cannot say you're going to heaven. If you haven't changed, if you haven't become a new creation, if there hasn't been change in your life, then you're not a Christian and you're not saved. But if you have been born again, then there's been a change in your life. You know, you didn't change to become saved. You changed because you are saved. You are saved. Your place in heaven is guaranteed. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. He's preparing a place for you right now in his Father's kingdom because you've been changed. You know, even in coronavirus, God is doing something. You know, God doesn't let anything go to waste. Even coronavirus, God has a purpose and a plan to work through Coronavirus. He's causing change. And he's causing change for a reason. There's a reason why God allowed this coronavirus to happen. We don't know all of what God is doing. We can't know all of what God is doing. God does not give us all the information that He has, He gives us all the information we need. He doesn't give us all the information that he has. But we can be confident that whatever God is doing, whatever God is allowing to change, it will be for good. And here's something we know. Here's, something that God, here's some information that God has given us that we need. Romans 8, 28 through 30 says, And we know that God causes all things, and that includes coronavirus. We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. So this is information that we need to know. That God is using all things, including the coronavirus, to cause us to grow, to cause us to change, that we would become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, that we would become more like Jesus. God is changing all things around us, not just some things. Look around you, my friend. Look what God is doing. There's stuff changing all around us. And he has a purpose in it. God has a purpose in it. You know, just think of all the people in the Bible that God changed. You know, we're not special. We're not, this isn't something new. God is in the change business. That's what he does. He changes people. He conforms them to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. He changed Abram when he called him to leave his his country Ur, he said, leave Ur and go to a place that I will show you. He sent him to Canaan, and when he and, and he changed his name from Abram to Abraham, God changed Abram to Abraham when He called him out of Ur into the Promised Land. He said, "I'm going to give you this land." He worked in Abraham in Abram's life, and and and, and renamed him Abraham. He changed Jacob the night that he wrestled with God. Jacob was changed. He changed Jacob the night he wrestled with him and changed his name from Jacob the usurper to Israel, which means one who has prevailed with God. If you read the book of Genesis and you read about Jacob and Esau, you see the kind of person that Jacob was. Jacob wasn't a person you'd want around. But Jacob was hungry for God. Jacob was greedy for the blessing. Jacob wanted God. God had a purpose in his life. Changed him from Jacob to Israel. He changed Moses when he called him out of Egypt to be the deliverer of the Hebrew people. Yes, he called Moses out of Egypt, out of a life of luxury, out of Pharaoh's house. He called him out and changed him to be the deliverer of the Hebrew people. He gave Ab- he gave Moses the Ten Commandments. He gave Moses the law because he changed Moses. And let's never forget when he changed Simon to Peter. Simon was, you know, I-, I don't know what to say, but he changed him. He changed him to Peter. He changed his name to Peter, and he, and he he said that you will be the leader. You will be the leader of the apostles. He told Peter that that Satan had required to, be, to to sift him like sand, to sift him sift him like wheat. But he said, when you recover, encourage and strengthen the others, and let's not forget. How he changed Saul to Paul. You know, the persecutor of the church to a church planter. You know, that's a mighty, that's a mighty, that's an awesome story. And I, I hope you'll take time to read, to read the book of Acts. You know, when we finish the, you know, when we get back into church and we finish Genesis, I really believe I want to get into the book of Acts. It's amazing. To see how God changes Simon, how he changed Peter from the sniveling little guy who was, who was scared at the, at, the, at, the, at the little fire that was there, he ch- scared of a servant girl, to preaching to more than 3,000 men, you who, who crucified Jesus, and it pierced their hearts because he was filled with the Spirit. He changes, he changes people. God changed Simon to Peter. He changed Saul to Paul. All these men, God changed in a mighty way. So what can we expect in all this change going on around us? What can we really expect? The answer is, I don't know. But we'll never know if we don't seek him for his change. We'll never know anything if we don't seek him. You know, Jesus told us something else. I mean, Jeremiah tells us something that we need to know. It says, God is speaking here, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found... By you declares the Lord. You know what that means, declares the Lord? That means he says, promise. He promised that when we seek him, we'll find him, when we seek him with all our heart. He promised that he has a plan for you. He has a plan for me. He has a plan for all of us to give us a future and hope. We don't have to worry about going through coronavirus. You don't have to worry. God will get us through, but will we grow? Will we mature? Will we change? Will we be the the men and women that God wants us to be through this? Only if we seek him. Only if we put him where he belongs, at the center of it all. We need to seek God. In all this change, we can be certain that God never changes. You know, even though God is the changer, he changes us. His desire is to change us. His desire is to to, to make a change in our life. Do you know God never changes? God is always the same. Even though God loves to cause change, he never changes. You know, you can have confidence. You can have assuredness that the God you serve today is the same. He's going to be the same God tomorrow and forever. He doesn't have to change because he's perfect. You know, we don't, we have to change because we are flawed, we are imperfect, we're sinners. But God doesn't have to change because he's perfect. Jesus Christ, Hebrews tells us, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Matthew 5, 8, Jesus says, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Psalm eighteen thirty tells us, this God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is he is a shield for all of those who take refuge in him. We can take refuge in him because he's perfect. His way is perfect. He doesn't stumble. He doesn't slip. He doesn't make mistakes. He is perfect. Even though he loves change, he doesn't need to change because he's perfect. God is perfect. He never needs to change. But he knows one thing. He knows we need to change. We need change in our life. We need to be changed. He's the one who changes us. You know, the world might influence us, but only God can change us. And if God is changing us, we won't be influenced by the world. So how does he want to change you? What does he see in your life that needs to change? Maybe he wants to change your name from a liar to a worshiper from a schemer to a preacher, from a lover of the world to a lover of God. You know, one thing is for sure. He wants to change us from sinners to saints. Can I say that again? The one thing that is sure that God wants to change, he wants to change us from sinners to saints. It says, for those Whom he foreknew he predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son. People, let's not just go through coronavirus. Let's grow through coronavirus. Let's change. Let's mature. Let's not just see the change around us let's let there be change within us let that change encourage us to trust to have faith and to help each other you know i don't want to diminish what's going on there's suffering and there's death i know people that are suffering and i know people who have died from coronavirus and each death is a tragedy. But our God is able to see us through and get us through and help us change and grow. I hope you'll, I hope you'll think about that this week. I hope you'll pray about it. I pray God's blessing upon you, God's protection upon you all. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. I pray it was a blessing. Please keep us in prayer. And God willing, we'll be here next Saturday night. We'll be back taking your calls, praying for your prayer requests, seeking the Lord in Jesus' name. God bless and good night.